Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Monster Complex Horror Club Movie Reviews Podcast Thing. <laughs> I'm your host and the founder of Monster Complex, Anthony Sevens. And today we're going to be discussing a brand new movie. Um, I guess you can either call it a um, an alternate telling or a reboot or a continuation of the Hellraiser universe. And we're talking about Hellraiser, which was just released on the Hulu streaming service. Um, this one is um, kind of a bit different because now we have Jamie Clayton, um, who is playing Pinhead. Uh, this movie was promised to be the next big thing since the, the original couple of films. Uh, and you know, I decided to just check it out and see what was going on. I'm, I myself am a huge fan of the original three Hellraiser movies and didn't care much for the sequels. I mean, some of the stories were okay, but when it comes to Pinhead and the level of gore and violence and weird shit that (laughs) that I like in my Hellraiser movies, uh, nothing certainly tops the first three. And, you know, that, that, um, that chain still continues even to this day, even after I watched the 2022 version of Hellraiser. So, you know, honest to Christ, I've, I've got some gripes about this. I mean, first of all, I'm going to tell you uh, that it, I completely thought it was an overhyped movie. You know, they had fans clamoring for this film for years, especially be it that uh, Clive Barker himself was one of the you know, story writers or producers on this movie. Um, you know, he had a hand in it, even though he wasn't at the forefront of everything. Um, you know, the cast is not very memorable, like the originals. Um, the gore and violence, I mean, there were some practical effects, I suppose, but most of it was, was very digital. Especially, you know, the peeling of the flesh and this and that throughout the film. Um, you know, it, it... God, there's so many... It's weird to explain. I mean, if you've seen the originals, you'll understand what I'm trying to, to get at and what I'm trying to say. As far as the atmosphere and tone of the film, you know, it was... It felt like Hellraiser. I mean, even the music, to, to add to the atmosphere, you know, it, it borrowed from some of the original Hellraiser music. So it did have the vibe and feel of the original franchise. I'll tell you this, it was a, a much, much better movie than the last three sequels, three or four sequels uh, that Hellraiser had produced. So, you know, I'll give it that much. It was better than what we've been seeing in the past decade or so. However, it just, it didn't compare to the originals. It really didn't. I mean, you watch the original Hellraiser, like the very first one, okay? Right off the bat, right when the movie begins, you're getting intense gore and violence and torture. (laughs) And it carries on consistently throughout the film. With the new 2022 Hellraiser, I mean, I, had to, I felt like I had to wait about an hour and a half before anything really shocking you know, came to fruition. That's a long-ass wait. 
I mean, you know, the movie starts off, starts off with a little bit of a hope and promise. You know, a guy opens up, you know, solves the puzzle, and right away he's getting, you know, hooks and chains are flying out. But it gets, it's blurred. You know, it gets blurred into the background of things, you know, and the audience is supposed to assume they know what's going on. So if you're a, a newcomer to this film, you're kind of like, okay, uh, he got hooked and chained, and then it just kind of blurred out, and you see little hints of things to come throughout that first hour and a half, but the story doesn't even really pick up until about you know an hour and a half in. And I don't care how good a movie is, an hour and a half wait for something amazing to pop up in a Hellraiser movie, there's no excuse for that. I mean, I get it. They're trying to establish the characters. They're trying to establish the story. I mean, and what the story basically was um, is that there was a rich millionaire who wanted to get his hands on you know, this power and glory and reach Leviathan and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, just as with all Hellraiser movies, people get a little too curious and a little too greedy with the box, right? And the powers that lie within it. Um, and then it, it, after this little intro of a movie, it fast forwards to like five years later, where now the main people of the story... Um, is a female character who's an ex-drug addict, alcoholic, and she met some dude at AA, and, you know, they're, they're broke and they're struggling, so the guy is like, well, I know that there's this box thing on, you know, stored away in a warehouse, and, you know, we could steal it, and we can make a lot of money, and so basically they get their hands on it, or I should say the the... The lead female gets her hands on it. And basically the whole entire movie is this chick running around with the box trying to figure out what the hell it is and what it does. And we get little glimpses of the Cenobites here and there. And, you know, we get Jamie Clayton's pinhead that pops in a couple of times. And we get small hints of violence here and there. But, again, for a Hellraiser movie, which is just blood and guts from beginning to end, <laughs> you know, with the originals, uh, this was extraordinarily tamed down. Um, I mean, when the violence was there, the violence was there, but it's still, it, I guess because of computer graphic effects and stuff, it doesn't help the credibility of the violence. So, you know, whereas the originals were just 100% freshly squeezed practical effects. So it was there. It, it, nothing looked computer generated. And as a fan of horror, you're like, damn, man, that, that, how did they do that? <laughs> you know? With this movie, you're just like, oh, all right, they used a computer. <laughs> but, I mean, it really, you know, all in all... It was not the worst movie that I've ever seen in my life. I'll give it that. I mean, the story was bland. The lore of it all, you know, if you're a fan of the Hellraiser movies, the lore of everything, you know, held up quite well. And I mean, and that was an absolute plus and probably what held my attention the most. Um, the, the, the Cenobites, 
not the greatest designs in the world. I mean, they tried making them look a little darker and a little creepier. Honestly, I prefer the classic Cenobites better. I liked them dressed in the, the whole bondage and the leather and the chains, and these looked more like digital creatures. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's even though I know that they did do a lot of makeup effects and practical stuff, but these days it just seems like they're, they're taking the practical effects and they're overlaying digital effects. And, you know, unfortunately, they're it's not it's not seamless you know it's not seamless and that kind of sucks um, but all in all you know on a scale of uh, we'll, we'll go a scale of one to five stars I mean I gave this movie I gave this movie three stars uh, because I mean it, it wasn't you know it wasn't absolutely horrible but at the same time it wasn't absolutely this great magnificent movie that it was uh, you know hyped up to be for you know for the past couple of years I mean even before they started making this movie they were hyping up oh new Hellraiser's coming and new Hellraiser's coming and when you're a fan of Hellraiser you know and if you are you'll know what I'm saying there are expectations that need to be met and I really do feel, as a fan of the franchise, um, <clears throat> expectations just were not met. Visually, you know, uh, they were not met. Um, Costume-wise and, you know, creature creation, uh, expectations were not met. Um, the cast of characters, again, not memorable. I mean, the acting was good. The acting was good, I'll give it that. But the characters were not memorable like as in the originals um i think you know the, the the only thing that was stand out in this movie was jamie clayton as pinhead but even still she she's no doug bradley you know doug bradley you know solidified pinhead as being this legendary character and i'm telling you right now Let's pretend there's no Doug Bradley at all whatsoever. Pretend the originals did not exist. Jamie Clayton, as cool as she looks as Pinhead, and as good of a performance as she did put out, and she did put out a good performance, um, if this would have been the very first Hellraiser movie ever, ever made, I don't think that Pinhead would wind up becoming as legendary of a character. So, and, and I'll leave it at that. It just, I'll leave it at that. I mean, because the originals were just so classic, like masterpiece horror, and this one didn't even come close to being a masterpiece of, of any kind. So again, on a scale of one to five stars, I give it three stars, kind of just right there in the middle, like two and a half, three, I'll, I'll lean it over to three, because, I mean, I thought the, the overall the movie was, was decent, so, I mean, if they come out with a sequel to this film, they absolutely need to step on the gas, they need to kick it in gear, and they need to take a few more notes from the original Hellraiser films. But that's all I have for you today. This is Anthony Seven signing off. Until we meet again, take care of yourself and take care of each other.